What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? Oh, man, I'm recording this one late tonight. Just got off the live section, and all you have to do is look in that description box. You can see it. The president of the Water Dogs MC came on and gave his side of the story surrounding the events that happened at the Red Rally motorcycle run, uh, that unfortunate incident where people lost their lives and the whole rally was canceled after that. And we're going to be going into the effects that that had on all the businesses, the vendors, everything. Because if you know... Bikers come, they bring money, and with that, a lot of businesses stake their claim on those specific rallies that they attend, and it was, again, it was uh, upsetting to see some of the video that we're about to see coming from the vendors at this. One person put out $2,000 to put their vending booth up, and it's gone because of what happened here at this rally again you can see the video of the president of the water dogs given his side of the story link in the description box also another shooting out of alabama man it's only may well gonna be june and it's already starting up hopefully things can start settling down because the cops Wow, they're going to be all over this. And one thing that we did learn during the interview was we did have a family member on that somebody was involved, you know, family member or somebody who was involved in this, and they weren't getting any information, and it made us feel really good that we are covering Biker News because you know what? A lot of information the mainstream press ain't putting that out like this was an exclusive with the president of the Water Dogs. But people don't get the information they need from the mainstream media. And yeah, I've been down and about about Biker News lately, and that really perked us up with that. But let's go in and uh, hear what the vendors have to say about this city after a shooting at a motorcycle club wasn't right sorry about have that been coming to this rally for decades and enjoyed all of them but now some worry the red river shooting leaves a stain on a beautiful place it gives everything a bad name because the majority of us you know, we're out here to have fun ride and be in the wind stay sane Many of the motorcyclists here in Red River had every intention of wanting to enjoy the Memorial Day weekend. But after what happened with the Red River incident shooting, a lot of them have already left. And that also goes for some of the businesses who are being told to pack up and leave. I was up in sales. There was lots of folks. There was lots of traffic moving in and out. Holly Gray with Antelope Creek Leather has attended the Red River motorcycle rally for more than 35 years. She's invested $2,000 to have her business posted here and she's been told she can't do business. Gray describing the incident on Main Street as chaotic. 150 people all took off running that way. There was uh, people on their bikes blowing the stop sign, trying to get away. Every now and then you get that one person or something that has to make a statement, and it's kind of stupid. Not only does this affect the clubs and vendors, but the people taking time to travel here for the weekend. This might be somebody's only vacation, you know what I mean? And they come here every year and it's supposed to be a family fun event. Many now just looking for ways to get through the weekend and motorcyclists hoping this incident doesn't change the way others see their clubs for who they really are. What can we do? Keep your head down and, and we're not all bad. In Red River. And there you go right there. That is from one of the vendors that showed up and there are a lot of uh people that are outraged on that hell you know just listen to the some of the callers we had on the show last night a lot of people upset with the clubs right now and i know there's the old adage we don't care what uh other people have to say but in the modern world with technology all that kind of stuff it's time to start caring because it's affecting a lot of other people. A lot of people were saying, why couldn't you handle this away from the rally? And I can almost guarantee next year, they're not going to want clubs there because the mayor, the cops, all of them were upset. And he even had cops coming out there and saying, you know what? 
we're going to pull you over from one mile an hour over. As far as some of the details that came out on that, I really haven't been talking about because I just don't know. Me, I usually wait for it to come out in the newspapers and all that stuff. That way you can look at that as a reference. But uh, the president did uh, clear some stuff up according to his point of view. And again, I encourage the banditos, if you have a public relations officer, to get a statement out to us. We want your side of the story. We just don't want one side. But uh, we're going to go to this shooting out in Alabama right now. After a shooting at a motorcycle club in Tuscaloosa. Now, police say it happened around 11 last night at the Wheels and Spokes Motorcycle Club on Lakeville Drive. They say one man was shot and suffered non-life-threatening injuries. The suspect was taken into custody, identified as Crosby Daughtry, who's facing assault charges. And there you go on that one as well. Uh, for those who always say we never put anything good in the news, go to the second half of the show, the live section uh, segment with myself and China Dow, and you'll hear the good stuff uh, during the show because this show is spread out about an hour and uh, 15 minutes. Of course, on the podcast platforms, that's where you get everything done over there. But the Biker News is on Insane Throttle. Then we go over to the Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with China. And that's where you'll get all the good news where the clubs are concerned. But uh, it's Motorcycle uh, Awareness Month right now. Almost over. I think that there should be a longer time period. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get my opinion on that. But check this one out from Texas. Motorcycles or maybe decide to buy one. It's also Motorcycle Safety Month, and one local biker group is reminding the biker community how to stay safe. KTSM 9 News reporter Skylar Soto is live in Horizon. And Skylar, you spoke with the biker group. What is their number one worry when they're riding? Well, Carla, the number one worry that these bikers have is basically the safety of being out on the road. Now, the biker group that I spoke with tells me that they talk about several precautions and safety measures when it comes to being on the bikes. Now, the woman I spoke with is the road captain of her group, and she tells me that it's her job to watch out for everyone and the road traffic. Now, the one MC biker group says they always make sure they go the speed limit, keep a distance, and keep an eye out. They say it's important they stay in a tight pack, that way no cars or trucks are able to get in the way putting motorcyclists in danger. The biker group 1MC tells me it's important to be mindful about things like making sure signal lights, brakes, air pressure, and anything dealing with their bike is in top shape before taking off because it can save their life. When you're on a motorcycle, it's very different to being in a vehicle. You know, it's very easy to be overlooked by vehicles. In a group, it's very, it's a lot easier, you know, to maneuver in traffic just because it's such a big group. But when it's like one or two motorcycles, Vehicles tend to, you know, sometimes they don't see us coming, you know, like we like to say the louder the pipes, the safer, you know, just because they hear us coming. Ramirez says it's also about respecting the bike and knowing how to use it. And according to TxDOT, last year more than 500 motorcycle riders were killed in a crash in the state of Texas. Now that's an 8% increase over the previous years. Now Ramirez emphasizes that drivers should also be there you go right there again don't forget we're gonna go to the second half of the show right now with china Dow. don't forget to check out that interview with the water dogs uh president also we'll have a replay of that coming this saturday just that segment because it was a three-hour show and i gotta say thanks everybody for making the monday night shows very uh successful we're going to try to get phone lines in here where we can take multiple calls without having to cut off everybody. But uh, anyway, we'll see you in the second half of the show with China Dow right now. Rock on. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content Monday through Friday at 9.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. The Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show now 
streaming over on Rumble and YouTube Monday through Friday at 8.15 a.m. Central Standard Time. Tune in Mondays live at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on YouTube for the Madhouse Monday Night Raw with Hollywood and Marco. Grab a beer or some wacky tobacco and sit back and bust the gut. Subscribe to China Doll's Viper Pit to get your dose of the world according to China Doll. Real and honest opinions on what's happening in the world today. Join the Queen Viper and take a walk on the wild side of life on China Doll's Viper Pit on YouTube today.
through the night. Keep the motor tight, pillin' out, taking flights. Life on the edge is the way that Yogi likes. No fun if I can't do a hundred through the light. Probably be the only way that I can live and feel alive. I love it when I get new people over at uh, the other channel and stuff. One just said, did you really say slant eyes? You're a racist. <laughs> Shut up, stupid. <laughs> you soft ass liberals is what I say. <laughs> but it is funny, isn't it? You're funny. You're funny. They don't know how to take a joke, can they? Mm, I don't know. Was that really a joke or did you really mean it? No, that's something I would say to somebody. But anyway. <laughs> but I do mean, you see how fast they use the racist word? Oh, God. That's a quick. It's word like, dude, get from. over it already. That's a that's a big word. It's a big. People. It is. God. But they're like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah, new to the show. I can tell all the haters. I like haters. You had one too, didn't you? Yeah, yesterday, last night. You did? Yeah, in the comments during the show last night. Why don't it make you feel good? I don't care. They <laughs> said I was sitting there looking like a da-da-da. And I'm like, I'm reading comments. I don't know what the hell you're doing. You never answer them back, but I just thought that I was didn't funny. respond back. So we're going to talk about today, are you hesitant to go to rallies? After all the violence. See, with me, it's a little different because I don't like going to them in the first place. And I think it's because you got all these people in one area that are a bunch of stupid people. And yeah, we don't go to a lot of them. We pick and choose. I like the little smaller ones. Mm -hmm. Because you can actually sit there, talk to people. And depending where you go, they're pretty real. But when you go to the rallies, you know, like Daytona, Daytona, I've been to somebody. I hate it there. I don't like it. Because there's too many fake people. And I actually have no interest in going to Sturgis. And what I mean by fake people is, you know, they put on their pretty little outfits and then they try to get an attitude with you. And then they wonder why you slap the shit out of them. <laughs> well, officer, he was being a dick. <laughs> he was being a dick. I had to slap him silly. And, uh, you know, I've seen that happen where somebody just slaps the shit out of somebody for being stupid. Mm -hmm. And then they cry and whine. I was like, man, what happened to the tough guy in you? <laughs> he hit me. What happened to your nutsack? He hit me, dude. <laughs> and then we have to take an account. Nobody lets pe uh, women see tits anymore. I can't see women's tits. Yeah, what is that about? They have to paint their tits. What the hell, man? So what do I want to go see that for? But for those that do, I guess, like going to rallies, uh, after all this violence going on, would you actually want to go to a rally again? Or do you think it's not worth it because something's going to break loose? As far as like what happened at this New Mexico tomahawk is badass, LA. We're oh, going. But it's badass riding out there. Mike Ball said, send him the link. He wants to come in. <laughs> well, hold the fuck on, man. Uh, hold the fuck on. I'm uh, working here. Go ahead, uh, China, though. I mean, I, I think a lot of people, uh, I don't think a lot of people are going to back down from going to rallies. I don't think in, so. In, in I don't opinion. think so either, but you got the the mainstream media out there like blowing this up like it's going to be the biggest thing ever. And what they're doing is killing businesses. Mm -hmm. If you ask me. Well, yeah, I mean, look at all the businesses like, OK, for example, yes, we go to AC 130 on the last part of the show was talking about getting you a hooker when we go. uh you know, I'm going to get you a hooker, man. I mean, we go to Tomahawk and look at all the businesses it would affect in that whole entire town if. And it's really not that big of a deal. It's not. That really ain't that big. It's mostly for the riding and stuff like that in the surrounding towns. Mm -hmm. But if something like that breaks out, people are going to be out of a lot of money there. Oh, yeah. 
and down on Main Street, which is where, I mean, that's where I was last year, was walking up and down Main Street. It's a small street, mm -hmm. you know, kind of like, <laughs> I mean, it's like just a bunch of stores and they're cute stores. I ain't going to lie. But a lot of those stores depend on the rallies to bring in the money that helps them throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And if these rallies, you know, get canceled or less people show up because they're afraid to go, a lot of these businesses might not survive because a lot of them are just little mom and pop joints. Mm -hmm. They're not like, it's not like a Walmart or any of that stuff. We're talking just little mom and pop stores and vendors. And then the vendors that come out and, you know, it's not a pretty, it's, it, it's a pretty penny to set up their vendor. <laughs> the one was $2,000. Well, a lot of them charge not, it's not just their products that they got to set up and all the overhead that they've got. But including, I mean, that's it, it's madness to to think that these people have to go through something like this where they have to lose an insane amount of business. Like they rely for the entire year sometimes on just one event. This you thing's know? got you kind of upset there. Well, yeah, I, I I know a lot of these vendors and I know a lot of these people that go to these rallies personally and. I can only imagine if that happened to them. They have to pay to be there. It's not like these guys just set up tent and, hey, we're here to sell our stuff. No, these guys have to pay a, an extremely amount and uh, a high amount of money. That it, It's ridiculous to me. That's why I don't attend these event, events most of the time because it's a corporate now. I, I just I, I have no interest in going into that in the first place. I'd rather it be nice and small event but we're talking rallies here you know, well, I, I, know I just i know for a fact in tomahawk because we looked it up last year and in tomahawk the cheapest setup to get a vendor booth is 500 and yes yeah, i know some for five thousand it depends on yeah, a lot of them depend on the size. A lot of them depend on the location. A lot of them depend on a lot of different things. But that was the cheapest, and it went all the way up from five hundred to over five thousand right. dollars for a vet spot at Tomahawk. Yeah, that's insane. It's insane how much money that these people have to invest. Not only that, but like, what if they're a, a clothing brand and they printed all of that print for that year? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It would be such a bummer. Well, it would. But, you know, you got to watch the show last night and stuff. What do you think about everything that went down in New Mexico? And why do you think the the town might be right or wrong with banning colors? Oh, I, I can understand why at this point they're just fed up with the, the entire situation. But when it comes to the rally itself, um, I, I would really try to let the public know, do, don't allow this to like sway you to go like, oh, I'm not going to go to rallies anymore, you know, because of an incident like this. You know, it's it, they're one offs, you know, it, things happen, you know, uh, we can't make I, I'm not making excuses for anything that happens on the street, but it's don't allow that to ruin that. You know, I personally don't attend these rallies, but not because of this reason. I don't attend them because I just don't like that big of crowds. I don't like riding with people that I don't know. There's, there's multiple reasons for me on that, but that's beside the point. But at the same time, this was a rally. Even kids were there. This wasn't right. uh, one. I, and, and, and I do understand that. And that's why I kind of say it's like, well, this, this is a one-off, you know, and I would hope it's going to be a one-off. Let's please just, you know, everyone out there, keep it easy. You know, let's let's keep down the guns. Well, it don't seem like that's going to happen much uh, this year. Uh, but uh, go ahead about your opinions on the show last night. Oh, the show is, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I don't think, I, I think a lot of us were sitting there in complete jaw drop awe could not believe it and like all like this guy's international news at the moment and he doesn't even know 
that he's like world known right now. Like this is a big topic and huge. All of a sudden he's on your show. It's like Mm -hmm. what? And and it's like, I would expect him to be like, yeah, you know, no, what was funny is I actually got a lot of newspapers asking uh, for interviews and stuff. And I, uh, you know, that's because we got the story and stuff and, you know, I'll let you go on in a sec, but the clear one thing off, everybody got pissed about the big question about who shot first. And like what I was telling Marco last night, I was like, dude, you're either news or you're not, you're a news agency. You're there to get answers for the people that follow you. You, you, it's not personal this is a news business right because everybody jumped oh don't answer that you know that kind of pissed me off I yeah it's like that. well it's yeah exactly you guys are a news organization you know what i mean and that's that is what that was you know uh, i i think that it was a valid question for you know what i mean i, I people just got too defensive but and in, in, in the feelers I call it. They just got in their emotions. It's okay. What do you think, China Dow, about that? Well, I sat here the whole time basically watching the comment section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that was me. And I know Mike was because Mike was nailing some of the comments real quick. And I know Chase was also in there as well, nailing some of the comments that were being stated because for some reason I couldn't get rid of any of them. But they were nailing them because there were a lot of comments that were said that probably shouldn't have been said. And I was in shock and awe over the comments because the biggest question in the comments was who shot first? Well, who pulled, you know, who pulled first, who pulled first. That was the biggest question. Yeah. That's our job to get that information for those that were looking for it. Uh, Steve, it's crazy that you had family calling in and it's weird because anyone in any kind of life knows that family old ladies and friends, don't really know a damn thing, but they were scared to death, Mike. Yeah, no, you could hear it in their voice. It was legit. They they weren't faking the funk. You know, I, I feel bad for them, you know, because they had, they're not the ones that made the decision to go out there and fly around colors. Let's just be honest. This guy sounds like he's gotten himself into some strange predicaments a lot like mm-hmm. a lot more than most people do, you know, it's like, all right, if you're getting this much problems, it may not be just everyone else. It may be, maybe you, I don't know. Maybe take some accountability. I don't know. But th- that, that interview last night when he was going off was just mind blowing to hear him just tell the story. And, um, and then all of a sudden he, he, he's kind of, at the very end, then realizing like, oh, wow, you know, mm. I, I said some shit there, you know, and, and this is, but, a lot. but he but knew, if- he knew he was on, it was, it was, it was right away. Hey, you're live, you know, Bobo, you're on air. Like the guy knew he was live. So he wanted to say his piece. But could uh, you can take something out of that. He really wasn't that educated with what was going on with him wearing colors and all that stuff right and you kind of felt sorry for him because it was like oblivious to the situation that was going on most of the time he was asking why right and you know what's your thoughts on that Mike? it seemed like he really didn't know what the hell was going on i say that's your fault for for going out there and and wanting to fly around colors why you want to fly around colors if it, you know that that was your fault to put yourself in that predicament you know he made his own decisions and that's it. whether they were right or wrong that's what put him in that predicament if he would have just rode around in a t-shirt with his friends no one would have ever bugged this dude you know, but at but, the same time, but, what do you say to the people that say, you know what, the bigger club shouldn't be screwing around with people anymore? This is 2023, and it was even worse. They did it at a rally, right? At, and right? I, and that that part is some crazy, you know, nonsense that didn't need to happen. But um, I 
like I said, I wasn't there. Uh, so I don't, I don't know, you know, essentially what if that, that dude pulled first and then the bandito had to, you know, protect him. Well, that's I why we're for the other side of the story. It, exactly. What? So, so that's why we can't like, that's why everyone that was sitting there, like talking, like as if they knew the exact situation that was going on and they were spitting facts. It's like you, how can you spit facts? You don't know, mm-hmm. you know? So and I'm not, that, that's why I'm, I, I love what Hollywood is and, and what I, what I do too. I just sit back and wait until. Well, yeah. I want to wait for the news reports to come out right. before I get into anything. Exactly. To be, to be honest with what he was saying last night. He doesn't even know everything that happened because of the fact that what was happening to him he doesn't even know everything that happened. The one thing that I cannot believe, I can't believe it. I'll never bring myself to believe it because I know the news business is somebody shooting at a damn ambulance. We would have known. Oh, definitely. We would have heard that. Definitely. And it was put out there that there was some kind of validation, and it wasn't to me. No, it's not. He would have known. This guy just got shot three times. He's probably under all kinds of pain meds. You think he's listening to their radio at that moment? He's trying to figure out, you know, his leg. Mm -hmm. He's not listening to the radio over there. He's trying to talk to the EMTs, trying to figure out if he's going to be alive or not. You know, like I've been in that situation. Right. And you're not going to sit there and. And listen, but that is very dangerous right there saying, yeah, they shot at an ambulance because your charges are going to get really bad at that point. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I, 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 That's a crazy, crazy accusation. Just saying, you know, mm-hmm. when when saying that that would have happened, that would have made international news right away. That would have been the biggest thing that just that would have taken over everything. Yeah. That would have taken over everything. already don't like clubs. Right. That would have taken over everything. Because now right. it's a federal case. Oh, the feds are already involved in it right now because one no, club. No, but like, but lie. absolutely. But it, it would go into like, you know, attacking the feds, essentially. You're attacking federal people, you know, that work mm-hmm. for the state. Right. Uh, there's the link, everybody, if you guys want to give your thoughts on uh, last night's show or if you want to give your thoughts about if you'd be hesitant to go to rallies. I agree, Steve, that it is 2023, not 1996. You should be able to fly whatever you want because let's be honest, and I've been saying this, I don't think protocol really exists anymore. I don't think mm-hmm. the traditions exist anymore. And one thing that somebody brought up to me was, you know what? The last 20 years or so, there was something called Afghanistan and Iraq. And now you got all these guys coming out of that, and they're not going to be told what the hell to do. They're not. You know, that was some hardcore shit over there. Kind of like Vietnam, not as much as Vietnam, but it was pretty bad. And you think them vets are going to come back and let somebody try to tell them what to do? Not on that level. No, no way. I can only imagine having that mindset out there where you it's all for one. You know, I mean, you you, you're trying to survive just day by day. And then you come home, you know, to these people that just disrespectful. They're just throwing around just like like there's zero consequences for actions for Mm. for a lot of people out here. There's zero consequences for social media, all the, the hate comments, zero consequences. You go out there and disrespect somebody. A lot of times there's zero consequences. People don't stand up for themselves in everyday life. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's it's kind of crazy. Well, I personally think those clubs that try to go around mud checking people, they need to watch it because everybody has guns now. Nobody's yes. going to be playing with you. And no one's afraid to, to to really stand up for themselves at this point. You know, people think, you know, if they believe in something and they're willing to die for it, hey, man, that's on you. You're willing to right. do it. 
And, you know, but I do, you know, because we did have people say, why was the family on and stuff? And it is so hard to tell people, you know, because they get a, you know, a personal attachment to your style and stuff as a creator. Yeah. That they forget what you're actually doing. Right. You're an actual news. Yeah. We're news. And that's one thing, you know, some people are afraid to come on the show because they know I'm going to ask. Right. They you're going to you're, you're going to ask the questions. And also with you, you're not afraid to ask those hard questions. So no, that's only helping the, you know, that's helping my followers. That's helping the subscribers to and get you're the, getting the and you're getting the actual real story out. Right. And if you're bullshit, well, I'll call you out on your bullshit. Yep. I, we, we've seen that let, happen too. And let you hang yourself and stuff. You have seen that. But what do you think about how they get the personal attachment and stuff and forget that it's actually news? Well, I think the whole goal, and I know your goal, is to get the truth out there, which we, I mean, if you think about it, there's three sides to every story. Right. You know, there's the one person side, the other person side, and then there's the truth. Mm-hmm. So there are three sides to every story. And I can tell by sitting here last night, we weren't getting the full story from his side, which mm. is fine. I get it. Cause especially near the end, he's like, uh, <laughs> and you know, you did ask him and tell him a few numerous times. You're saying this on your own free will, mm. you know, right. you are live. And and thank I'm you for I, I actually really honored that you said that. Like you 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 could have tried to like play the like try to get the sneaky part. No, you were like, hey, you, you're on here with your own free will. And, and, and you like, know, yeah, you're man. And you know you're live on the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know you're live. So and he and he kept telling his side of the story, but you know, who it, who, I mean, who who is anybody else to to tell this man to to do or say or how to run his channel or let the other guy not speak if he doesn't want to speak. If the dude wants mm-hmm. to speak, let the dude speak. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to speak because he was hearing from other people, which I'm sure the family members uh, that were calling or other people that were watching were con- contacting him because, you know, we didn't bring up, I mean, I know you personally didn't bring up his name mm. during the show. You just said the Water Dogs president. You did not say his name. And others were saying his name. But, that I mean, there was so much name dropping in the show. Well, well, not <laughs> only in the show. It was but the comment section was comments, crazy. And it was hard because I was on my phone literally laying in bed so i couldn't i wasn't like i was like at the computer here where i can be quick with it you know i'm trying to be as quick as i can with my phone that that's difficult there was a thousand people in that thing and that was a lot of people actually it came up to two thousand on the other platforms well of course all combined i can only imagine but and that's that's one thing you know you had a lot of people complain you only do the bad when I do talk good about, you know, in the scene, but what you want is that kind of stuff, but you just don't want to admit it to yourself. Let me say one thing real quick about that. You actually speak more on the good now, like meaning your shows all combined. You speak on the biker news for 15 minutes. And then for the rest of the time, you know what I mean? You are sitting there talking about all of this content, amazing, good content, you know, great things about what's going on in, in the day, you know, funny news and stuff like that through the madhouse. Like we all love that. Like that's the part of that we wake up to, you know, mm-hmm. um, you actually do more good content than bad content where people are getting shot and, and, and uh, you know, bad news. You actually do put out better stuff, but just people ain't seeing it. Well, yeah, because we got it on two different platforms and the full show. Well, goes not up. only that, people like, are only interested in some of those things. And they only show up for only the drama. That's what people are about is drama. I, I hate it, to admit it, but that's just the you, way they are. 
And you can definitely tell by the comments last yes. night who yes. was there for the drama and who was there wanting to find out the truth. Right. Because mm -hmm. there's a difference. Truth, the truth is way different from the drama. Right. And I think we, he, you know, he said what he had to say last night. And I know that you were planning on keeping in touch with him, Hollywood, to, you know, mm. if, if, he, if he wanted to keep in touch with you, you left it in his court. Um, but it's, it's now everybody else is going to try to get them and all that bullshit. Oh yeah. Oh, and the yeah. very first thing I woke up to this morning was a bunch of notifications because people are doing their response, videos. response oh, they're videos. Doing reactions, reaction videos. videos. People are up at 2 AM on their time reacting to it with panels. Oh, I've seen it all. Yeah. I I've saw it all it. this morning too. I was no, had three notifications right away this morning. I, just, I got big eye rolls for all of it. And it's what do you mean by that, Mike? It, it's it's. Listen, man, you're the news media outlet. You know what I mean? Why are people reacting to this? Like people people saw exactly for what it was that it was your show. So why are people trying to steal? you know, other people's content such as yours to go ahead and make their own dollar off of it. To me, mm. it's whack. Right. And I get it. A lot of people are going to do those kind of videos, reaction videos and whatnot, and their responses to it. But at the same time, they weren't the ones on the phone with that guy. Right. Right. You were. You were limited to what you could say because there was other, two other people in the panel. Mm. I kind of just sat here. <laughs> I was being the female that was seen and not heard. And so you had other people to compete with on the panel. And they're like, oh, and Hollywood was asking. Well, yeah, Hollywood's going to ask those questions. I think everybody should know right now how Hollywood so there's, is. There's and timing and placement. That to ask these questions, it's when these comments just come through, like, hey, ask this, ask this. It's like, dude, hold on. I he's got a show to run, and there's a time in these conversations to ask these questions when you think mm -hmm. it's appropriate. You can't just blatantly and bluntly just say an, uh, an, a question and then turn the guy off where he's like, uh, no, hang up. You, there's there's you have to there's do this art right form to it. it's, there's, there's, it's there's an art, art to the, uh the interview and stuff and and i can guarantee there were a lot of questions that hollywood wanted to ask but did not because near the end the guy was getting frustrated and like caught himself and be like maybe i shouldn't even be talking right so it's like you know it the people doing the reaction videos, they're going to do what they're going to do. But at the same time, they weren't at the here and now when it was going on. They don't know the crap that was going on in the chat room, what he had to compete with, with the chat room and with the other people that were on the panel. What do you think, Mike? You think Riley should go no colors? No, I don't. I don't think it should go to that. Um I, I think it's rallies have already gotten so damn strict in every facet of the wor word. You've got police up the ass. It's just going to make, it's just going to be, we're going down this Australian path where we're and just going to keep living. And they're using, they're using gang uh, enhancement laws. That's how they're getting right. around the Remember. right that's how the that's how they're going to that's their that's their latest and greatest loophole you know that the feds love that gang enhancement they love it because it just triples your 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 time you know and they and they abuse that it's such right. a broken system would you blame them though uh both of you if uh they went no colors I think it'd be sad if they went no color. But do you blame them? I do. I blame them. I don't know. To be honest, they're a corporate. They're a corporation. A lot of these at this point, they all they care about is money. They don't even care about none of those guests. You know mm. what I mean? In my opinion, they're all about money. So 
if they can do more uh, where they they see it's more independent bikers than club guys and they just say hey no more club guys and it's only independence and they all show up and whatever and there's no colors and there's more money to be made why wouldn't mm-hmm. they but the sad thing is is it's it's like one bad deed makes other MCs look bad the other MCs, all the other MCs that are in the United States had yep. absolutely nothing to do with that situation. So because of one bad egg, they're going to make it bad for everybody else. There's I don't find that fair. Thousands of motorcycles, motorcycle clubs, thousands. It's it's unbelievable how many clubs. I can't believe how many clubs there are out there. And it's it's like, wow, you one or two or three or four, five guys can just make an entire culture look just disgusting well that's the thing uh with bars and i'm on the opposite side of the fence on this one if i invest two hundred fifty thousand to a million dollars in a business such as a bar and even though i'm in a club i would not let uh, colors in that bar now in town here we have you know six to seven bars there's only one bar in town that actually has a posting about no colors. The rest of them, you're allowed. But before you chimed in there, the reason why I wouldn't let it happen is because I got too much invested in that business yes. to get fucked. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because there and are those couple people that will ruin that shit. And and who's who's got the consequence at the end of the day? Not not those guys. It really is Hollywood who invested all that money to to have a company go completely down the drain or lose its uh, popularity or publicity or whatever. Um, yeah, you have too much invested and tied into it. I can understand and respect that. Right, L.A.? Can't believe the club made the colors poster. I couldn't either. Uh, Morvik says something really good. What? He says, there's an old saying, China. You can do everything right your whole life and then make a mistake. And all anyone will remember is that one mistake. The problem yep. is, is that, was that a mistake or intentional? We can't speak on that. Right. Right. But I know. can, I can say this is, this is my, my old dad's old saying, you know, like one aw shit wipes out a thousand attaboys. Mm-hmm. Remember that. And it's true. It's very, very true. That is just the way of life. It's unfair. That's why you got to be sharp. You got to be on your game. You can't, you can't allow stupidity. You cannot allow emotions to take over. You have to think with logic here in a lot of these situations. And people are, are, are pulling off of emotion, which is, you know, fear-based. Uh, you know, it can, it can come down to all sorts of things like that. And you're right, Rich. No liquor permits. If you have a bar... And something like this breaks out, your liquor license is pulled. You are out of mm-hmm. business. Yep. You know, and, and, I know, and I know everybody gets in a tizzy about no club colors in a bar, but yeah, these ain't big corporations that could afford an establishment being lost. Look at Twin Peaks. They lost their business. And that wasn't a corporation that owned that restaurant and bar. They lost everything over it. It's a freaking ghost town over there right now. It's abandoned. But because of that incident, it's gone. It's over. So how can you blame these people? You can't. You just can't. And over here in California, like, I know you guys said that it doesn't, you guys don't see the no club colors uh, a lot where you guys are. Where we live, it's all over the place. Over here in California, Southern California especially, most of these bars are no club colors. So mm-hmm. it's definitely unfortunate. And, you know, I I kind of, you know, when I was younger, I, I had a different mentality about it. Uh, and But now I kind of, I understand on a business level why I see it from their point of view. You know, I had to step outside of my own and my own uh, thought process and and go, how would that business feel? 
you know? Well, let's take it a step further. You invested like 250 G's in your studio. Right. Now, if you equate that to taking, instead of building a studio, you went and opened a bar. Sure. Sure. Let's like take that money and say we did that. Now, how would you feel if there's something that broke out in your bar with uh, a shooting or something because it was club related and you're the one held responsible and you just put out that 250 grand, how would that affect you? Oh man. I, I, you know, people self delete for things like that. You know what I mean? People, people will wipe themselves out. For stuff like this, I can only imagine something like that happening where you're getting wiped out for that kind of money. Um, and let, and a lot of, a lot of the times that, that people invest that kind of money, that's their life savings. That's everything they got. That's their, Hey, I'm doing it here. Let's do it together. You know? And I could imagine just losing everything like that. Be safe. Be safe, Steve. What do would you say to those people that said, well, you're killing my First Amendment? Where, you know, many people don't understand a private business don't have private business. Right. It's a private business. That owner has the right to dismiss anybody that's in there. They could just not like, you know, the way you talk to them that way. And they, they have the right to refuse service. They do. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. So people do got to understand what private businesses is or walking in, you know, to a a commercial business, you know, it's a lot different. And sunshine, she, uh, she actually owned a bar. She didn't allow colors and the insurance companies will not cover that kind of damage. Of course they wouldn't. Of course they're not. (laughs) Why would they, why, why give the insurance? (laughs) I can't even get insurance for, for, for normal car damage, you know what I mean? Like what makes you think they're going to cover that kind of stuff? That ain't happening. Give them, give them one reason why they should cover that. And that's, uh, he's correct. Why should they cover it, China? They shouldn't be, they shouldn't have to cover that kind of damage because I mean, if we're talking about, it's like going to turn into the okay corral. Hmm the insurance company should not be liable for what kind of damage can be done to that bar, which it's is going to responsibility, up, which is going to end up in the sense, you know, like Mike was saying, I mean, they're going to lose the bar's going to lose their livelihood. If it's just a mom and pop kind of thing. And you put all that money out, you spent all your savings to open up this bar. Cause this was your dream. And, and then, your dream goes down the, the and shitter. then your dream goes down the shitter and you might, like Mike said, you, you might take yourself with that because of the fact that you just lost everything because mm-hmm. of one idiot. And it's right. funny because yeah, everybody knows where I'm, uh, I'm at, uh, as far as the club scene goes, but at the same time, I look at it logically. I look at it at a business, uh, angle because I am in business, mm-hmm. right? You're looking at everything more as a business aspect as far as like the situations involved. And it's a wiser move to think that way. It is. It is. Because you can't just get personally involved with everything and think personally about it. you got to think smarter and wiser about the whole situation. Right. you got to look at the the full picture, not just the bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people... Even in the last night, they were looking at the bits and the pieces, not at the full picture. Well, they were more, you had a lot of supporters of clubs in there. Right. And what I find with supporters is they want to act like something they're not because they don't have to do it. And they love stirring this shit up. They love stirring the pot. Exactly. (laughs) And it's like, well, you're not supposed to be doing this or you're not supposed to be doing that. I can guarantee you, Mike, I can guarantee you. Nine out of 10 of them people, probably 10 out of 10 that are saying, well, you're not supposed to be doing this. You're not supposed to be talking to the cops would be doing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they would be. Oh, these guys are so tough until it's time and the pressure is on. The pressure is on. Trust me. And some of them. 
some of them might even throw their own mom under the bus. Oh yeah, no, people are scumbags. Let's just be honest. They'll throw their 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 best friend right under the bus to save themselves. Mm-hmm. They will. And you got a YouTube channel. You're finally starting up. Yeah, a little YouTube channel. I did a little little uh, thing about how I felt a little bit about the situation yesterday. Maybe that's a topic you need to put on your uh, deal where you got all these kind of people in the comments section that try to give their input the be cool. But if it had really happened to them, they'd be shut, you know, they'd be uh, shouting at the top of their lungs. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's something that we can all discuss actually, you know, probably mm-hmm. within maybe even a topic within the B cam. Never right. Know. Well, you know, start it off on yours. That way you can get your channel built up and stuff. You got to put it in the the comment section, Uh, but then uh, continue it on the B-Can. Let's see here. Uh, Sunshine, LA, I know who were club members and who weren't, and I loved having them in the bar. Uh, Rock on, and uh, LA says he'll have to check it out. See, you just got to get that shit out there, man. You just, I I, I appreciate you guys, you know what I mean? I'll I'll find the little link here. (laughs) You guys, I appreciate it. Amish says, Worst part, regular people see bikers as gangs or as hard asses. Truth is, majority are fun loving people, and I say no colors. I find that racist. (laughs) <laughs> How do you find that racist when you're protecting your investment? That's a question I have. To, how is that racist if you're protecting your investment? And I can guarantee anybody that puts $250,000 out there for a business, they're going to do everything they can to protect that business and let's be honest, uh, you know, a lot of bars face these kind of problems. The old saloon, uh, whiskey saloon in Oklahoma, killing inside their establishment, and they were international news. Were they not? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this this stuff goes out real quick. This stuff gets out real quick, man. Absolutely. So to say that's racist. Uh, no, it's that that's that doesn't hold any water. That doesn't hold any water. No, this none of this is has anything to do with racism. It's ridiculous. It seems like you're in one of the moods, Tay Mike. What has bugged you so much about this? No, it's just I, I the 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 comments last night kind of just got to me a little bit because I was I was watching just so many people that think that they know it all and. uh it, it, it kind of just got to me last night, you know? I was just, like, sitting there going, dude, like, these guys just name-dropping, just club-related, all this, this, that, and the other people that have nothing to do with anything. Just got me heated. And it should. Yeah, I mean, I, this is the culture that I was raised in, man, and, like, we, this is the number one thing we don't do is, is name-dropping and... and just everyone is just comfortable doing all of this shit, I guess. Like we said, protocol is just totally out the window, dude. Who who, no, who follows it? No one's got any moral ethic or code anymore, dude. It's gone. Well, is it their fault or is it the club's fault because they're letting their guys, especially on TikTok, in their colors everywhere? Uh, like, I, like I said oh, in my video. Seeing, they're seeing club members doing this. Yeah, no, but I, like I said in this in my in my video that I did is I do believe that there's this divisiveness from the kid the the the, the generation that I, I'm in. Mm. Um, there's definitely a divisiveness where the OGs that I respect, where are all of them now? Well, they're definitely they've sat back because they're they're going, dude. Apparently, you know how to run everything. Well, let's see how you do it then. We're going to go ahead and just, we're out of here. Or they've been divided and thrown out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I, I've seen this in multiple, multiple. And you can see clubs. it in the different generations because when I said, hey, you know what? Keep your shit off the internet. But then you'd have these younger ones coming about, wow, I'm proud of who I am and I'm going to put up whatever. 
And now you've got the situation where everybody's doing it. And I can see if you're just chilling and having fun, riding a bike or whatever. But when you're actually going out there and giving protocol advice in your fucking club colors, that's me, something different. Let me say something. You got to hold yourself on the same standard. If you're going to be in your colors, no matter what, if you're going to be, if you are going to put yourself on the internet, hold yourself to the same standard that you would on the street. What, you know what I mean? Like it, there's, if, if you're going to put your colors out there, there is a way to do it without, you know, uh, making a fool of yourself. There is a way to do it, but there's, there's only a few people that know how to do it. And that's the, that's the hard part because there's too many egos. Everyone wants to get some sort of clout off of it. Well, that's one thing I don't understand is uh, if you're going to be wearing your club colors, why can't you talk about how to fix a motorcycle or uh, Harley Davidson? You know how much credibility that they give you if you're doing right. that? You know, that's why I love uh, actually watching some of Danny's stuff. You know, he's actually sitting there rebuilding his bike. He's, you know, sitting there teaching people how to do stuff like that. To me, I love that. I personally, mm -hmm. I, I dig that kind of content. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, you're actually out here. You you, you really know what you're, you're talking about here. Like, that's dope. And a lot of people would uh, appreciate it. Well, he's in a club, but here's what he's teaching us. Right. Stay off the club bullshit. Yep. Yep. And and I, I, I think that that is probably the best route for all. Because uh, I don't know that people have enough uh, accountability and self-control on the internet. Mm. What do you think about the internet stuff? It's too much drama. It's way too much drama. They well, put Trump themselves said, there. You know. They put themselves there. But they, yeah, exactly. They put themselves in the middle of situations. Mm. And like there was so much keyboard drama last night that I was actually getting frustrated with it. And like people were making comments about the looks on my face and I'm just like, because I'm getting frustrated with everything that I'm seeing. Mm. Right. You know, because the keyboard warriors, you know, talking all their smack and like until, until the guy came on and actually spoke his side, nobody knew. It was speculation. Right. Nobody knew 100% who was involved, but they're pointing fingers. Right. And blame playing the blame game. Nobody knew until that guy came on and said, this is who was involved. Mm -hmm. So until he spoke, you can't be pointing fingers, blaming this club, black club, this club, black club. You can't. And that's what they were doing all through the comments until he came on. And then it was all based on the club side and, of the story. Yeah. Right. Now it's, you got one side. Exactly. Okay? One of you the three one sides. Side. One of the three. <laughs> and 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 Hollywood can only do so much to get all of that information out there at a time. It mm -hmm. comes as it comes. So you got mm -hmm. one side. That's awesome. You well, know that's I mean? just like the keyboard warriors the night we were live. Well, you said it was this club. No, we didn't say that. Uh, we said we didn't know, but we were reading the comments from the comments section of what people were saying. Right, right, exactly. Exactly. No, people, people are just, they get in their emotions. It's it, to me, it's, it's actually hysterical. You know, it's like, wow. All right. You guys are sitting here just feeling all comfortable to, to throw these names and these people under the bus and these, these clubs. And Chris, and Chris I'll be talking to some of the administrators and stuff like that uh, about that kind of stuff. But you got to remember when I'm in a live show, I cannot keep up with comments they're no he can't and so fast nope it was I hard can't. enough for me while i'm sitting there not on a show while i have that, the phone right here it's hard enough then that's the reason i brought china down i couldn't handle all the freaking comments no i i love that you did you know because it was it was a big chat room you know what i mean it was popping right. I mean, if you're sitting here, if you sit here, Chris, and you're watching over a thousand comments fly past your screen at one time, Hollywood couldn't keep up. I could barely keep up, <laughs> let alone money. And work phones. 
and let alone <laughs> Mike keeping up. Plus, Hollywood's trying to be in the show and work the phones. Plus, well, he's he's comments. the main host. He's the main. No, I, I, let's let's he, be honest. He he's the main on. host. You know, I, I got to be honest. You know, if Hollywood wants to to focus on his show, then he's focusing on focusing on his show. You know, right. he has to. He has to ask these big questions. He has to be on top of it. Hmm. Well, anyway, guys and gals, that is member only for today. What do you think? Are you hesitant to go to rallies after all this? Put it in the comments section. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow, baby. Rock on. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded.